Let's get you back to On the Map. Here's Dave Plyer. All right, on the map tonight is the Wisconsin State Fair. The first state fair was held in Janesville, Wisconsin, along the banks of the Rock River in 1851. In the early years, the state fair traveled to different cities each year until a permanent home for the event was found in 1892, which is its present location in West Allis. Now in 2023, Wisconsin State Fair will celebrate 172 years of tradition and hope to once again welcome over 1 million fairgoers over the course of its 11-day run which begins next week. And joining us to talk about the history of the fair, what you can look forward to at this year's fair, the new food, rides, attractions. It's the executive director and CEO for the Wisconsin State Fair, and she used to exhibit animals at the fair back in the day. Let's welcome in Sherry Black. Hi there, Sherry. Hi, Dave. How are you? Good. The anticipation just must be building. I know this is a long process to get to these 10, 11 days. Yes, we have been planning for 18 months for just for these 11 days. And so, you know how that is? It's like you're waiting for Christmas to come. Yeah, and it's yeah. kind of Christmas Eve right now. And um, just putting all the final touches, just like you would when you're trimming your tree. So we're really excited for it to open next week. So here's the cool thing. Like, you you exhibited animals there when you were a kid. So, like, talk about that experience. Because that must... you pull you even closer into how important this fair is uh, every single year. It, yes, definitely. Um, I have such a, a, well, I'm complimenting myself. I have such a great perspective. Um, <laughs> well, you do, you do. Uh, but, I, I mean, I do. That's the experience that I had growing up here and exhibiting my dairy heifers. And um, I know how much work these kids put in and and how much they love their animals, too. These are prized winning animals that they treat like you would not believe. I mean, they they get the primo spot in the barn and are washed daily and walked, and um, they even get their hair trimmed. I know many people don't realize, but we fit those animals to make them look the best that they can. So they are treated extremely well, and um, it was just such a great experience. I have so many great memories. I still have friends that I made here at State Fair, and yeah, just nothing but wonderful um, things to say about it. Well, I will say I didn't do that, but it's been a tradition for several generations for my family. Like I've been going for well over 45 years since I was a kid. It's a, it's a highlight of the summer. It's a highlight for my kids who go there now with their friends. I mean, they, you know, two of my three kids can drive. And so they're like, yeah, we're going up with you. Uh, but then we're going up a couple other days as well. And they just, you know, five o'clock, do we have dinner plans tonight? Well, yeah, okay, we're going up to the fair. Which, by the way, I will tell everybody here, and everybody knows this already, you know, getting downtown is such an adventure. It's a little easier to get to Milwaukee right now from anywhere in Chicago. So this is a really easy trip. Yeah, we actually joke. Sometimes I think we're closer to Chicago than some of the suburbs yeah. in Illinois are. Yeah, yeah, it's very true. <laughs> it's right. Yeah, it's very true. So the fair started back in 1851. It was Madison. It was Milwaukee. And I know there was just a few times, a handful of times, that it didn't happen. And it was during this, which is crazy to think about this piece, the Civil War. Like, you know that things in World War II didn't happen and things were canceled. But it was three years during the Civil War, the World's Columbian Exhibition here in Chicago because it was so big. Um, and then right. COVID, which I still did the drive-through, like so many others did your drive-through for food and all that other good stuff. But, you know, there's so many things that have remained so classic at this park. And the traditions hold, you know, very near and dear to a lot of folks. 
Yes, absolutely. I know so many people that come, they already have their um, plan mapped out for the day. They continue their same traditions, whether it's going down the giant slide, it's getting their um, milk from the milk house, their baked potato, Wisconsin Products Pavilion, all those great treats from Wisconsin, or shopping in the expo. I mean, who doesn't need a mop? Everybody needs a new one every year. Um, (laughs) You know, just all of those great traditions that we love that we're able to offer those each year and families that have been coming for generations. Um, You know, it's just that piece of Americana, that nostalgic um, experience. So we're so happy to provide it. Got it. Well, I'll tell you, agriculture is the backbone of the fair industry and the, and, and the Coliseum feature shows every single day. Let's talk about the importance of the agriculture and the events going on at the fair. Sure. So I think that the, the most important, of course, is giving our youth the opportunity to exhibit their animals. But then there's also the piece of educating people that come to the fair on agriculture. Um, so here in Wisconsin, we have about 64,000 farms. There's 14.3 million acres of farmland. And it actually makes up about 11 or agriculture makes up about 11 percent of the jobs in Wisconsin. So it's very important to what we're doing here. And of course, we love when our friends from Illinois come. You also have a huge agriculture presence in your state as well. Um, but just educating people on where their food comes from and what they're putting in their body in the process. And, and it's even more um, than just the food piece and understanding how your food gets to your table, but it's also the land conservation because we need that um, land in order to continue feeding America. You know, my kids are city kids, and they've they've learned every year. They learn something new when they go there. But even, you know, my older kids will, you know, if there's an engagement, and there's some eye contact, they'll start talking to some of the the teens and the kids that are, you know, uh, grooming their animals. And you know, there might be one brushing an animal while they're on um, Snapchat, and it so connects to my kids. Like, okay, well, this is their job, and this is what they do, and and they have some conversations with them. So it's it's always a a very very cool experience but there's so much to the fair i mean there's food there's music there are attractions there's rides so much to do you can you, you can squeeze it in one day but it's exhausting you know this is definitely a few days to enjoy and and you know get a room and stay up there the food is such a central part of things um there's 104 new food items this year to be exact yes everything from bugs on a brownie to a dill dill pickle donut <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about that one. <laughs> yes, of course. Something for everyone, right? So I was looking at some of the list here and, and highlighting some things. So a beer-battered corn dog dipped in a hot Wisconsin cheddar sauce. Uh, Oreo crumble cookie dough on a stick was another one. A bacon cheddar bubble waffles. Um, I know this sounds kind of silly, but these are all like, but there's something for everyone. I mean, there's some gluten-free things, and then there's a vegan brat slider, corn dog, deep vegan deep-fried Oreos, vegan fried pickles. Uh, yeah, dill pickle fudge. I love my dill pickle. I don't know if I like it mixed with chocolate. I'm going to find out, I guess. Um, Is there anything on this list that you're like, huh, well, that sounds interesting. Well, I don't know. Um, So definitely the dill pickle donut for me was kind of like, oh, I I don't know. But I'm going to try it because I love pickles. Yeah. Love donuts. Yeah. I mean, it feels like then I guess they should go together. Um, But the other one was, did you see it's actually one of our Sporky contestants? Um, It's a sundae and it has um, chocolate covered bacon in it. 
Oh. And I mean, love bacon, love chocolate. Yeah. I have never had that together. I know some people have, but then I think in a Sunday with like graham cracker cookie and Ooh. and the mixings to go with that, I think that sounds amazing. I'm also really excited about the mango tango tagine. So we're doing drinks this year, and we're calling it the drink use competition. Um, but this drink has like juicy mangoes and tangy pineapple. Um, which I think sounds amazing. And I actually was in Mexico this spring and I had this, I had like a margarita or something blended that had the tagine seasoning around the cup. And it's amazing together. I had no idea that I was in love with the seasoning. So very excited about that. Yeah, very, very cool. Well, you know, there's traditions there too. I mean, you talked about the sporkies. Tell folks what the sporkies are all about. So the Sporkies, our wonderful vendors, get very creative and come up with different ideas. Um, So they will actually send in their recipe, and they have to um, create the item and send in pictures. And then we have a panel that judges that, Um, and we actually pick our top um, items. Mm -hmm. And then they are entered in the finals, which we will be holding here at the park on Tuesday. And we will name our winner. And that Sunday I was talking about with the bacon, that's actually called the Porky. Okay. That is one of our Sporky's finalists as well. So for me, and I, I just, you know, we have our list. Like, we know there's certain things we have to hit as a family. So it's the Lion Club's Corn Roast. It's the Pork Shop Sandwich. It's a Sheboygan or Osinger Brats. It's Brad and Cherry, uh, it's Brad and Harry's Cheese Curds, Maple mm-hmm. Root Beer. I mean... There's, you know, there's, there's, everyone's got their favorites. I mean, there's some people that are like, oh no, I'm beelining it to the corn dogs or the Swiss on a stick. There's just such a variety there and the fresh lemonade. And then you can cocktail there while you're there as well. Well, yes, because we are Wisconsin. (laughs) So, (laughs) of course, um, and new this year, we're offering Wisconsin distilled spirits at some of our vendor locations. And you'll be able to try those as well. There's some um, various, concoctions that have been created by the vendors so i think those will be great um you know the funny thing is i don't think anybody can come here without trying some type of food item and i i have three kids my youngest is my only one that's a picky eater and i think you know you were talking to you have three it's like three is always in tow and on the go so i think he just (laughs) fell in love with peanut butter and jellies because that's what was easiest yeah right but um, he is my one that all he will come here and eat is a corn dog. And I'm like, come on, let's try some other things. He's like, nope, that's what I want. And I think that's what's great, though. I mean, even for the pickiest of eaters, we have something that they will love. We're talking to Sherry Black, CEO of the Wisconsin State Fair, and there's more on the map next on 720 WGN. Let's get you back to On the Map. Here's Dave Plyer. All right, tonight we're putting the Wisconsin State Fair on the map. We're talking to Sherry Black, CEO of the Wisconsin State Fair. Am I right to say this is the 99th anniversary of the cream puff? It is. We are looking forward to a huge celebration next year for 100 years of the cream puff. That's awesome. I was going to say, summer of 1924, and even the bakery had humble beginnings. It was like 400 square feet, but it just kept expanding, expanding, expanding. Uh, I know during World War II, there was a shortage of whipping cream, so it was disastrous for the state fair folks. But like, how many cream puffs approximately are are you selling a year? Um, On average, we sell about 400,000 cream puffs. Wow. Wow. All right. So 
I've been with WGN Radio for like 12 years, and there were some years, there was a guy that was running the Korean Pops. I think he retired now. Um, yes. Older guy, did it for a million years. And, you mm-hmm. know, he would have me come back there, put on the garb. I'm bald, but he still made me wear the little head thing uh, that I was in there. <laughs> and I would I would be in there for like an hour just experiencing what it was like. And really, the, the cream puffs, the cream doesn't stop flowing. Like somebody has to pick it up if you're stepping away from the desk. So, you know, they're just bringing you trays of these of these cream puffs. It's about, I don't know, 55, deg- 50 degrees in there. I don't even know it was freezing in there. But but that is a task for anybody that works there to keeping that thing moving. Yes, and that's why we always say the cream puffs are need to be fresh. Now, the nice thing about our cream puffs, um, if you do the drive-through, I mean, you can still do it if you're on your way out from State Fair as well. Put them in the freezer. They freeze really well. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of a little tidbit that not everybody knows about. Now, the Ferris Cream Puff building, uh, the pavilion is one of the oldest buildings on the grounds. Did I see a proposal, like, literally recently to renovate the building? Yes, you are correct. We um, are hoping to begin that renovation um, after the 2024 fair and hope to have it open and ready for the 2025 fair. Very, very cool. Very cool. Um, you know, let's talk about the musical acts because that's another big thing. There's music all over the fair property, but pretty much on the Milwaukee Mile, there's a stage set up there. And I was talking to you off air about this, but... Um, I saw, and they're coming there this year too. I saw Ario Speedwagon, my buddy Kevin Cronin, who's going to be on uh, at the during the eight o'clock hour on on my show tonight. Um, he that was my first concert was at the Wisconsin State Fair seventy nine. Uh, can't tune a piano, but you can tune a fish. Was the album so time for me to fly all that <laughs> stuff? So that was like my first concert was at at the State Fairgrounds. That is so great. I hear this from so many people. I actually had my first concert here at State Fair Park as well. It was Alabama in 1995, I believe. Okay. Um, so it's funny because Alabama is coming this year as well. I saw that. Yeah, let's talk about the headliners. So Alabama with Exile. Who else is going to be there? Uh, so we have Jeff Dunham, which obviously is a comedian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Shaggy with Salt and Peppa. Uh, Tommy James and the Shondells oh. for King and Country, which um, we're so excited. They're yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. Um, Hailstorm, you mentioned REO. We have Ludacris, which is very um, exciting. That one just got announced not that long ago. And then Lindsay Sterling, if you're not familiar with her, she's more of a theatrical show, which is something very different for us. Excited about that. And Trace Atkins. We'll close it out on August 13th. Yeah, there's something for everyone, for sure. And then all over the park as as well. The Sky Gliders really give you, by the way, that's the one thing I was going to mention. We're going to get into Spin City and the rides. There's the big slide, of course, in the main park. The Sky Gliders get you across the park. And it's really a great thing. I would do that early in the day and just see what's happening throughout the entire park or what's new. And then you're listening to bands as you're going through the park as well. But you have an amusement car- park you have an amusement park called Spin City, and this is not, folks, you know, like a carnival ride. Like, you guys do a really good job vetting out uh, the people with the rides and so forth. I mean, it is it is a Class A level amusement park. Well, thank you. Yes, we do work really hard, and this actually was my job um, former to be or prior to becoming CEO. It was one of the areas that I. Um, was very hands-on, and so we are very strict about who we allow into our 
our fair, we hire our own ride inspector that goes through all of the rides as they're being set up and then they get checked daily. Um, so we're very serious about providing a great experience for all of our fair goers. Um, safety is our number one concern always. But we, we are able to cherry pick the best of the best and um, we are so fortunate to have such great partners that have come to us year after year. We're really happy and proud of Spin City. Yeah, there's great rides there. And, of course, there's the big Ferris wheel, too, right? Yes. So the giant Ferris wheel um, is on the west side of the park. It's not in Spin City. But that, of course, is a great view of not only the park, but of Milwaukee. You can see all the way to Lake Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, What are the prices in general for the fair? Because it's still so reasonable. So at the gate, um, they are $18 for adults, but you can go online. Um, We still have deals going. You can purchase your ticket. There are a number of discounts. Everything is on wistatefair.com. Again, we have promotions going also throughout the fair where some of our sponsors are sponsoring various days that you can take advantage of those discounts as well. I was going to say, yeah, with NASCAR, you've got something going on, the Milwaukee Zoo. There's definitely different ways that you can find some discounted tickets. Yes, and the opening day is for Hunger Task Force. You can bring or make a deno- bring in a food item or make a donation for a discounted fair ticket as well. Wisconsin State Fair held August 3rd through the 13th at the State Fairgrounds at 640 South 81st Street in West Allis, Wisconsin. For more information, visit wistatefair.com. Sherry, it's always a pleasure, and I am absolutely going to see you at the fair. Yes, can't wait. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, your Chicagoland Weekenders coming up next. But first, Mary has your traffic. Mayor?